Happy New Year, everybody. It is January 11th, and yes, I have not been on the pod... I haven't done a podcast in fucking a long time. Why didn't I do it, you ask? Or what the fuck happened to him? Well, to be honest with you, I really wanted to make a podcast for quite some time, but I really had not much to talk about. And if I did have something to talk about, I was too lazy to do it, and I just didn't have the energy. And I was kind of jaded, to be honest with you. I just didn't think people were listening anymore, and I just didn't want to, like, become a broken record and always talk about the same shit, even though the same shit's kind of fun to talk about once in a while. <laughs> but um, I think uh, teaming up with Susie kind of soured me because I... Bottom line, that bitch was a clout chaser, and I wasn't a clout chaser. She was just trying to, like... She wanted to be popular. I think she wants more of her life. And then I think every like I think I said it before, everything soured between me and her. When I kind of called her out on something in like without even trying, we were just talking about relationships and about the kind of women I think are stupid. Yeah, the kind of women I think are stupid. Um, It pertains to men also that are stupid, but just the way they act. And I think it hit a nerve because it was I was talking about her without knowing. Indirectly, I was talking about her without knowing I was talking about her. But I was just being honest. And um, I'm not a fan of do-nothing bitches. Kind of like a scrub. A guy, when a guy's a scrub, a chick's a do-nothing bitch. But, um, yeah, so after that, everything just soured. And actually, I, I wasn't really having that much fun with, it, with, with, the, with our podcast. It was really... It was kind of... It was pathetic, and I just wasn't into it, you know? And I was like, I didn't get on this podcast, you know, to talk about, like, pop culture that everybody, like, regurgitates 24 hours a day, 24-7, like, TMZ-ish and shit like that. That's not that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to make a podcast to share how I feel and see if other people feel the same way. Or, you know, that you don't, you're not the only person that, that thinks about those things. So... In the last uh, few months, you know, different people come up to me and say, hey, I haven't heard your podcast in a long time, but I listened to it again, and I really liked it. I missed this. I missed that, you know, or I like this, and I like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's That was what it was about. It was about, you know, reaching an audience that wants something smarter than, oh, my God, pop news. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you know, fuck that bullshit. But anyway, um, let me see. In the past three months, I've had ups, downs. I've been super energetic. Super energetic. I've been super lazy. Let me see. The good. Uh, sorry, the bad. Uh, my sad came up a little bit. My seasonal affect disorder, which I suffer from, it, it kind of sprung its head. Like in October, early November, I didn't work out. I maybe worked out once or twice a week <laughs> maybe once or twice a month you know um yeah and I was just super busy with a lot of different like home things I needed to do and uh slipping the kids around everywhere for their sports uh the good I guess I coached football for my son's flag football team so much fun we had a really good team I had a little bit of an it wasn't really an an issue with one of the parents um it was more an issue like the whole thing 
the biggest thing is uh so i took over my friend's flag football team because he wanted to pursue something else and my son still wanted to play and i was like oh why not i want them to have a good coach so it was amazing fun for me i had a good time i got to be like a bill belichick um i really admire bill belichick as a coach i don't know how he is as a person but you know like it's very plug and play with him and i I just like the way that they do it so i kind of copied that for my team and with my vast knowledge of football since i've been playing since i was like eight years old even though i used to hate football when i was a kid but then when i started playing i loved it but um yeah i just wanted to see if my coaching style would work and it did so i pursued it uh we had a really good season the only problem like i said i had is one of the kids with special needs he was a really nice kid i had no problem with him at all in that sense that he was special needs i just had a problem with the way that he was presented to me like the mom called and she goes hey my son plays with this other kid on your team and i really want him on there he is a big kid i'm like okay that's great i'm like it doesn't change because oh he's a superstar he's an athlete da, 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 da. not once did she ever say hey just so you know he might have some issues um i think he was i mean no fuck why lie he was on the spectrum which was it asperger's with autism i don't know but if you saw him you know it all right and the thing that sucked is everybody knew it that was coming in but no one said anything and i'm like you know you could have just said you know if i had a kid with special needs because other there was other kids that had issues or special needs in our class in the team and the parents said hey this is what's going on i said no problem we'll work with it you know and every kid was great even the special needs kid but the thing is these are fifth and sixth graders playing at a very high level and he is in third grade level of playing football and mentality of sports i'll give you an example so we're losing and so they're saying okay you know and the first thing goes oh we're gonna lose this game i'm like dude yeah and i kind of scolded him i said you don't say that this is you know you're disrespecting me you're disrespecting your team and he's all okay and then when we ran plays he couldn't really remember them i had to kind of grab him like I would do like a second, third grader and put him in the place he needs to go. And, you know, if I would have known that ahead of time, it would have been much better, much better situation for him and for the rest of the team because I could have just altered it. But you know what? It, and partly is my fault. I should have communicated to the mom, but I just didn't want to deal with it because I was doing other, I was really busy and doing other things. At the same time, the mom never like told me anything. And then just never even commute talk to me nothing so they're gone um they started their own team they took half my team which i was pissed about and then like one night i was like just fucking pissed and i looked at myself and i said <laughs> if the worst problem that you have right now is that your flag football team that is for fun is getting torn apart because of this other kid's parents and they're just being jackasses. If that's the worst shit that's going on in your life, you're pretty good. So I got out of my little, like, you know, pity party within a day and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, I'm just being a little bitch over that shit, you know? But was his mom with Karen? Yes. Was a kid a nice kid? Yeah, I had no problem with him. I, you know, if things were different, if, we, if, if the situation was handled different from me and from them, you know, maybe would have still be a team now. And it wouldn't have been a bad thing, but still, it's just like, dude. Like, you know, 
I'm all everybody's talking about always inclusiveness and inclusion inclusion and include this and include that and then I, you know there's there's nothing wrong with having separation or just being honest and say hey my kid has this this going on you know just letting you know or you know hey my kid's not ready for this but later I found out because one of the other parents took me out to eat and we talked he's all yeah this is what happens every time like he plays sports, you know, he doesn't want to do it, but his mom's pushing him. So I felt bad for the kids. I'm all like, the mom maybe doesn't want to realize that her pa- her kid needs help or she knows he needs help, but she's going to push it anyway because she just wants him to feel normal. You know, like, like that participation trophy bullshit that I don't agree with. But the other part I felt better is that he's always like tethered to this other kid. And this other kid is a great kid. He's a good athlete. And I told the dad, like, is he going to be tethered to him for the rest of his life? Like, if your son wants to go on a date, he's going to have to find a date for this kid because his mom's going to be like, well, if he's going on a date, you got to take my son because he wants to go on a date. Or, 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 like, you know, if the kid wants to do anything, is he going to be tethered to him? And that's not fair to that other kid. He should not be that kid's savior. Like, if the dad of the, the other kid is pushing his kid to be that way, that's kind of like on the dad, not on him. That's just my opinion. You know, and we had that problem the season prior where one of the kids was really good. And and once again, another kid was tethered to another kid. And this other kid didn't even want to play. His parents were forcing him. And I felt really bad for the kid because, you know, he's out of shape. He didn't want to be there. And the thing that's kind of sad about the whole situation, look, if you're out of shape and you're trying to play, great. But when you don't want to play and you're miserable out there, that is not good. The only time I saw this kid run like the Dickens was when his mom brought him a pizza after the game. Like his mom brought him a fucking large little Caesar's pizza. And this kid sprinted to that fucking pizza. And I was just like, wow. But I don't know. I kind of felt the parents were kind of fucked up. You could just tell that they had like issues. They like cared more about themselves and partying than their kid. So that was awesome experience. I really loved it. And it was ugly too, because I kind of realized I got to set some boundaries. And number two, I just got to be up front with people when, hey, something's going on with the kid. Let me know. At the same time, I want the kids to have fun and have a good time, but not be put in a situation that they don't want to be in or they're not prepared for. Because when kids, other coaches and other teams like saw the way he played, they just took advantage of him. They knew that they can get away with it. I mean, they're going to run through him and they did. And, and it's, and you know, I can't protect him. I was trying to protect him as much as possible and then showing him how to play good football. So that's what I said. It was like awesome experience. Same thing. I can't believe I had a pity party for myself for a day because the things were going my way. But I snapped out of it. I said, I can't be a little bitch, you know? And speaking of little bitches, man, so many people are whiny about every fucking little thing. Um, it's sad. Like, no one has a backbone or a spine anymore. Everybody's like, oh, don't talk about me. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Fuck, we are fickle and fragile as fuck. Um, and the reason I say that, too, is uh, recently I went to a comedy place, a comedy thing, and it said, there was a sign that said, don't heckle the comedians. And I'm like, fuck, if the comedians are afraid to get heckled nowadays... Like, what's this world coming to? Like, <laughs> that is crazy. Like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to heckle every comedian, but that there's sometimes that banter between a heckler and, and a comedian that's really funny. But 
when you're told, hey, don't heckle the comedians or you get kicked out, well, that's kind of like some fucking sensitive bullshit. Like, oh my God, now even the comedian can't handle it, you know? He's already fucked up in the mind as it is because if you see most comedians, those have some kind of issue. So heckling them is going to make it worse. It's just an interesting time. You can't say anything to anybody. Everything's unsensitive. Everybody's hyperly, overly sensitive. I'm being bullied. Um, I don't like your hair. Oh, he said he doesn't like my hair. I am not a participation trophy kind of person. I don't think you should get a trophy for participation. I think you get a trophy because you earned it. Participating, participating to me doesn't mean you earned it. It means that you showed up. And a handshake or a party at the end of the season is enough. But a trophy just for participating, it's like, why don't you give me a part? Why don't I get a trophy from work every day or once a month for showing up to work? Yay, I showed up to work. I get a participation trophy. No, that's the problem these days. No one wants to earn anything. Everybody just wants it to be handed to them. How can you appreciate something when it's just handed to you? You don't earn it. You don't work for it. You know, like, I'm teaching my kids, like, hey, you might have a lot of advantages and things handed to you, but you're going to fucking work for it. And I know that sounds weird, but no, some things are going to be handed to them and it's just part of life. And other things I'm going to be like, you know what, you're going to have to you're gonna have to pay for that. You're going to have to earn that. My oldest son, he wanted to build a computer. He paid for it with his own money. My other son wanted an iPad, played with it with his own money. You know, and it's not just to teach them the value of a dollar, but also teach them responsibility. Hey, you can save your money. Three, not everything's for free, and money doesn't grow on trees, and I don't shit it either. And like I said, like, it's just interesting. I, and I, by the way, I had a really good Christmas, very casual, very low-key, ate prime rib, cooked prime rib, so delicious. But I'm just like, Wow. Some fickle motherfuckers out there. Even criminals are fickle. Like, a cop can't do shit, but a criminal can do whatever they want. Because, ow, if they get hurt in your house, it's okay. They can sue you. Really? Why were you in my house in the first place? You know, we need to come up with some common sense laws and some common sense shit. And um, I'm going to stop this podcast right here because it's going to be three parts. Today it's Thursday. I'm starting that. That's right. Today's Wednesday. I'm starting that right now. I'm going to go cook some dinner. I'll do tomorrow and I'll do a little bit on Friday or whenever the fuck I feel like it and then ship it out. So be right back. TGIF, everybody. It is Friday morning, about 1020, driving to my class. Uh, Like I said before, you heard. Now you're hearing the second part of my podcast because yesterday I had my first part. And, um, was it yesterday? Oh, no, it was Wednesday. I didn't really tape anything yesterday. But anyway, going to class, can't wait. Uh, the only thing I am a slightly tinged, irritated is, so Wednesday I went to Krav to go train, and this couple, this older couple's there, and they're coughing up a storm, and we have to do, we're, we're training outside, so, you know, it's fresh air and everything, but we're training outside, and I hear this lady go, <laughs> I was like, great. And then as we're lining up, she goes, oh, I'm going to partner with my, I don't know if that's her husband or friend, I don't know what the fuck he is. Oh, we're still recovering from getting sick. 
and I yelled at, and I was like, what? Like, it says, and the, I was like, what the fuck? It says on the door, if you're recovering from being sick, if you're cough, don't stop, go home. So I said it really loud and clear. I said, well, if you're still recovering from getting sick and you, you're just going to stick to your partner so you don't get anybody else sick, why the fuck are you here? And you can tell everybody's face is like, <gasps> like I went there. And yeah, I did go there. It's like, you know, like I said before, if you're fucking sick and you know it or you still recovering, stop being a fucking selfish asshole. Go home. If you need to work out, work out at home. Don't get the rest of us sick because you need to like feel special or grab attention or, or getting like delirious. You know what? If I was sick, I wouldn't be coming to, to work or go work out and infect other people. Or even if I'm not infecting, I, I just for peace of mind. It's like, whatever, dude. Like, be, what's the word? Be mindful of others. So I put my mask on and everybody else put their mask on around me because they kind of just saw that way I was feeling, you know, and I'm pretty intimidating. I'm pretty intimidating. Fuck it. I'm just intimidating when I'm fucking pissed. So you could just see like the red in my eyes and I had to like fight against them. So the guy that was coughing up a storm, he put, he gave me knees to do knees. I fucking beat the shit out of him. I made him probably move three feet back from kneeing him. I need him like maybe 10 times on purpose, like super hard. I didn't hold back. I was trying to break his jaw. I was trying to like just prove my point, you know? And I kind of did because I, I shifted my knee up a little bit. And the way he was holding the pad, if I hit the, the pad, it's going to jack him in the face. <laughs> so guess what? As punishment, I fucking jacked him in the face twice. And after that, he just kind of kept his mouth shut. But pisses me off dude like you know as i've i'm not perfect or anything but i'm not gonna put other people in danger or i'm not i'm not gonna do stupid things i'm not a greedy fuck like that and when i see people act like that and i could take a shot at them whether it's physically verbal or anything i will i have no shame in that and i don't care i think you know i'm an advocate for some people just need to get their ass whooped to like learn a lesson or learn some respect you know, there's a lot of people that shoot their mouth off because they know that nothing's ever going to happen to them. Even thieves, right? But fucking jack them up, break an arm, slap a fucking hoe in the face, do something. They'll learn. And if they don't, do it again. I am an advocate for that. Trust me. Even maybe when I was younger, I needed an ass whooping. Probably would have put me into shape. But my dad, my mom did uh, belt me a couple times. And hey, a spanking and a punishment like that wasn't that bad. But nowadays, I mean, you can't even look at a kid the wrong way. Oh, my feelings are hurt. Oh, he looked at me. She looked at me the wrong way. I'm sensitive. Shut the fuck up. Buck up, motherfuckers. You know? Aside from that, I'm very happy today. I'm, you know, I'm trying to be, not trying to be. I am pretty happy all the time. But one thing I was kind of noticing, and I was reading this article is it's hard for some people to be happy and that is just very hard for me to comprehend because i've never felt that way i've had like bouts of like sadness you know or a pity party or a little tinge of depression here and there but it lasts a couple days and then i kind of snap out of it but when someone said but i never as a young person right you don't know that and you know you're still maturing you don't know that much i was like wow i never thought being happy or just finding something to make you happy would be such a hard concept to uh, grasp 
um, I was talking to one of my friends and he's trying to figure out what makes him happy. And I was like, and the things he thought made him happy don't make him happy. And I'm like, wow. And I said, whoever, and we were talking about it. And I said, man, whoever thought that being happy would be something that you'd have to, you have to work at, you know? And that's just life, but it's just, it's just interesting to me. So, and, and you know, and, and then that kind of made me go down like a, like a, like a rabbit hole of like, you know, what makes me happy? What doesn't make me happy? I can tell you what doesn't make me happy, but what makes me happy? And they're just simple things. Um, being on, going in, going to the beach, like a nice hot beach and being under an umbrella and then going into the water. It's like, and the water is like perfect temperature. Oh, that is like bliss for me. That makes me so happy. Eating a fine, delicious meal with a big steak and potato, you know, and a nice tall glass of Coke with extra ice. That makes me happy. Um, seeing my mom seeing my kids or my partner smile and be happy that makes me happy um helping people that are less fortunate and seeing like kindness or just something that gives them a a glimmer of hope makes me happy you know beating the shit out of someone that deserves it because they've been making bad choices or need an ass beating because you know that makes me happy Um, yeah, (laughs) stuff like that makes me happy. Um, (laughs) I can say other things, but I don't want to say it, but you know, I'm just like, kind of, it's just like a, like I said, this is like a weird thing for me. Like, wow, you're not happy, but you know, and this, and thinking, and thinking back, I think like I've, I've said to my many people I've talked to, you know, everything that's going on in the world today probably existed before I was even born, before I was even a thing, you know, but since the communication level wasn't there and the level of frequency, right? You don't know what's going on in the world. We probably didn't know about it. You know, you, you could be blissful because you didn't know everything was going on. I mean, think about it. Some, this is like a hard thing, but think about if you got kidnapped today, back at like, say maybe 30, 40 years ago, the news wouldn't cycle as quickly as it does now. Like, I mean, if someone gets kidnapped right now, I could put it on the internet and it could flash all over the place and the police and this and that. But before you have to call the cops, you know, and then it get on the news by a certain time and people front. So by the time that, you know, people would be like, oh, person got kidnapped today and they'll win earlier today. But, you know, you wouldn't know that. So that's what I'm trying to say. The, the level of information is not now because I could punch someone in the face right now and it and it could be splashed all over the place if someone caught it on camera and, and so forth. So. It's a very interesting concept. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So, ooh, God, this idiot. Uh, but one thing, I don't have any New Year's resolutions where I'm not like, oh my God, I need to do this or that to, you know, make my New Year's better. But, the only thing I have done that has been different for quite a while is I've got off Facebook. The only time I go on Facebook is to post like something really quickly or to check on something that I need to do. But other than that, I'm not on Facebook at all anymore, like whatsoever. And it's kind of nice. 
it's not too bad. Um, then the other thing is, yeah, I, I pretty much got off social media. I don't really watch the news that much anymore. And, like, I feel so much better. Like, not much to, you know, not much to be gloom and doom about. Because, like, right now the news is not really the news. It's just, like, an advertisement for, like, doom and to get you to tune in. And I've talked about this before many times, so I'm not going to bring it up again. But, yeah, there's just so much doom and gloom. It's just kind of stupid. Anyway. Yeah, so I just want people to be happy and healthy, take care of themselves right now. Think about what you got to do, what you don't got to do. You know, try to go out and enjoy the world while you can. And, you know, I'm Omicron's here, and is it a little bit scary? Yeah, a little bit. Am I that afraid? No, not really. I mean, look, if you take precautions and you take care of, like, simple things you got to do, you'll be fine. I don't think you're going to have to worry about a lot of things. Now, if you have not been vaccinated and are taking crazy fucking risks and all that shit, and you get and it, you catch it and you die, oh well. I mean, you pick your poison, right? It's like an STD. I mean, it's like an STD. You fuck a bunch of bitches or dirty dudes, no condom, raw dog. You're going to catch something, right? It is what it is. So you just got to keep that mentality fresh in your mind. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, my God, like this. I'm not trying to be like all scary, but I mean, it is what it is. You can't really change it. You know, just do your own thing. Be happy. Find what makes you happy. Do your own thing nowadays. You know, be mindful of others. Include others if you can. You know, I think that's something we need. Include others. Be be a good human. Be an inclusive person. You know, open your mind about shit. Stop looking at things so close-minded. Anyway, have a good day. Hope you like it. If you don't, fuck you. <laughs> Bye.